Game day. Game day. On your home of America's team, Sean Sharif and Bobby Bell with you on DFW Sports Station 105.3 The Fan. We're going to have the pregame, the call of the game, the postgame, all the reaction tomorrow. Cowboys in Tennessee to take on the Titans. And the Titans are 12-point underdogs. Why? Because the following players have already been ruled out. Ryan Tannehill, Jeffrey Simmons. Uh, Is it Petit for... Petit Fury, Petit Fury, a tackle. Amani Hooker, Bud Dupree, Zach Cunningham, Dylan Cole, Josh Thompson, doubtful. Derrick Henry, Christian Fulton, and Danico Autry, as they basically have a no gain situation while looking ahead to Jacksonville to decide the AFC South. So health is paramount for them before their big make or break against the Jags, right? Yeah, which if they're gonna if they're going to rest that many players, I think you can rest one. One big one, uh Micah Parsons. I would go ahead and take the rest because he as you've said for what feels like two months, Sean, you think he looks banged up. And or he acts banged up one of the two. He acts banged up. Man, there's just there there's there's nobody that you 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 play the heel for more than Micah Parsons. <laughs> Uh, no, but he's, I, I'd go ahead. I'd give him some rest. Make sure he's right. Uh, cause he just, he looks worn out. Um, and, but I, I mean, this is a game I think you can win without him. This is a game, honestly, given what the Titans are resting and, and given their liabilities already in pass coverage and things like that, this should be, you should blow them out. What can the Cowboys get out of this game? Uh, against the Eagles, we were saying, well, Dak versus the secondary. Can Dak shred their defense? Yes. That was that was the big takeaway. Mm-hmm. Can he get anything tonight? Will we be upset if they win 20 to 10? Um, I don't know that you'll be upset. I, I, I guess it depends on how he plays. Does he throw three interceptions? Yes, we'll be upset. Um, but, like, if it's just they play a normal game and they don't really score, maybe not. But this is a bad secondary. This is a good chance for you to continue to build that chemistry, build that communication and for T Y Hilton and guys like that to get more reps and, and figure things out. Cowboys points since getting Dak back from injury, 24, 49, 28, 40, 28, 54, 27, 34 and 40 averaging 36 points a game over a two month period. That was the sixth time in Dak's last 13 starts that they've scored 40 points. So that courtesy of Bobby Belt as Dak will look to uh, take home. Now, Titans defensively are what? Weaker against pass, run? They're, they are a great run defense and a horrid pass defense. They are terrible. Now, they they allowed 245, I think, in week one. They They, they got run over pretty bad, but since then... They've allowed over 100 yards rushing twice. Like, they just don't – they don't give up the run at all. But against the pass, they're one of the, like, three or four worst in the NFL. Sam Williams had a few facial lacerations from the contact made with the airbag after his Corvette was total. I think Sam said he got the Corvette brand new the day before. Yeah. Yep. And it was, he, it was not a little red Corvette. He, uh, he wrote a little touching message, uh, said he did not suffer a concussion – dealt with neck stiffness, wore a seatbelt, and he basically said, hey, life comes at you fast. He picked up the car less than 24 hours 
early. He said, pretty black, peanut butter seats, V12 in the back. I'm just grateful to be alive. I turned around and I said, look at my blanking car as it looks like Sam Williams will get back to action this evening. He should be good to go. Yeah, he uh, the the one that we're curious about tonight is going to be uh, the only one officially ruled out is Vander Esch, but the one that you're really questioning is Pollard. It's, if somebody just asked me on the fan text, what's the percentage chance that Pollard plays? I'm saying 40% that he plays. Lane Johnson is going to delay surgery with the torn tendon in his abdominal area to try to play in the postseason for filthy. He's not going to play in the last two regular season games against the Saints and the Giants. Nick Sirianni. To me, Lane is the best tackle in the NFL. And I said tackle. I didn't say right tackle. Whoa. So obviously, anytime you're missing one of those, that's going to affect you. If he, if he was the best tackle in the NFL, wouldn't he be playing the left side for them? Yeah, <laughs> eh, maybe. Not necessarily. Not necessarily? Not necessarily. How I many mean, teams? Got guys flip edge rushers these days. It's not as important, but typically you do want the left just because it's the blind side of, of most quarterbacks since they're right-handed. But, uh, I mean, Lane's been playing right for forever. Yeah. But how many teams have the best tackle as a right tackle? Not a lot. Cowboys did for a lot of this year. Terrence Steele. He was the, he was the best, best tackle, tackle for most of the year. Tyler Smith, now it's PFF, but Tyler Smith like had an awesome grade. No, he did play great. He was really, really good on Sunday. He was by or on Saturday. He was by far their best uh, offensive lineman on Saturday. He was. This is uh, like two weeks in a row. I think he's played really, really well. And Tyron, Tyron was not as good. Tyron had uh, he whiffed on the one like, sack. Looked like there was. I, I mean, he was better against Jacksonville. This one, he looked a little more. Again, it didn't look like decline or anything. It just looked like some rust, getting slow out of the stance, things like that. It sounds like the Miami Dolphins are going to go to Teddy Bridgewater over Tua with the concussion issues. Uh, a lot of drama surrounding Miami again. And here they are talking about this is Aaron, actually Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers saying, Tua, maybe he should consider shutting it down. You know, it's probably time to... Uh, to maybe consider shutting it down uh, when you've had okay. some episodes. I don't know if that's going to be in the thought process. As a competitor, that's the last thing you want. Uh, but at some point, you do start thinking about your cognitive function uh, later in life and any after effects you might be dealing with. So I'm sure they'll be say I mean, they have to now. The eyes of the, the NFL nation are probably on Miami now to see how they deal with this. And uh, I like the kid. I think he's a real good kid, and I like the way that he – speaks and represents his team and goes about his business and, and i wish him uh, all the healing necessary for his brain and and just the patience and the uh just to deal with this uh, which would be a difficult time i'm sure dealing with uh, all the attention and the doctors and and the decision on what to do so that's aaron Rodgers on mcafee so it looks like he will miss sunday's game against the patriots man michael irvin was not having any of this discussion yesterday you talk no. about a different player mentality oh mike has no patience for any Miami Dolphin criticism or suggesting they need to protect Tua from himself. Mike, not hearing it yeah. at all. Different era, D- different different perspective. I, I mean, we've obviously heard Aaron Rodgers come out and criticize some of the way that they they handle things like with painkillers and other things. So he's he's got a different perspective on it. I will say, Peyton, that'll make a good drop for the future. I wish him all the healing for his brain. I want us to say that to you whenever there's something dumb said. I'll get on it.
Derek Carr benched in Vegas. The Raiders are still technically alive. Josh McDaniels, what are you doing? Had a uh, good conversation with the quarterbacks this morning. We're going to go ahead and and start Jarrett uh, the last couple games of the season here. None of us is happy with where we're at, but we think it's a an opportunity to you know evaluate a younger player who hasn't had much time to play. Talking to Derek, uh, who was great, you know he understands uh, the scenario that we're in and the situation, and um, very supportive of the two young guys. Uh, that those three guys obviously have worked together hand in hand all year, and you know he'll do anything he can to help them. Well, except for you know be around the team because Derek Carr is leaving the Raiders and staying away to avoid being a distraction, according to sources. Uh, You do this when you're technically eliminated, right? They're not technically out of it. Yeah, unless your quarterback's been really, really bad, which he has been lately. I still don't. Jarrett Stidham is not a guy I would trust, to be honest. Now, look, it's not been great the last five games for Derek Carr. His completion percentage is under 60%. It's it's one-to-one touchdown-interception ratio. It's, you know, seven yards per temp. He's, he's not been great. But, I mean, it's it seems like a a, a bit of a, a an overreaction, I think, to, to make this jump. Now, he's, you look at his last several years, completion percentage, 68, 70, 67, 68. This year, it's 60. It is nosedive. So, there's there's something wrong. Um, Devontae Adams, his obvious, uh, obviously his old teammate at Fresno State, went on Instagram and said, this man gave everything he had. The reason I'm a Raider, one of the most disciplined and loving people I know, got my brother's back through whatever. And if you can't respect it, excuse my language, F you. Love you, bro. <laughs> so, so, you know what this is all setting up for? Aaron Rodgers to the Raiders in the offseason. Whoa. <laughs> Explain. I just, I mean, wouldn't that make some sense? You get Aaron Rodgers more to a, a community, his speed in Las Vegas. Uh, and, and you also get the. The ultimately, you get the Adams and, and Aaron Rodgers connection back. Makes sense to me. And then the Packers are fine with Derek Carr. I mean, can't hurt, right? I mean, Derek Carr's still a, a decent player. I'm decent, sure. I'm sure yeah. Lafleur can make it work. Bowl season is in effect. We got the major ones going down this weekend. Mike Golick Jr. is going to join us at 8:40 to preview the Horn Frogs and the other games taking place. But last night, my Red Raiders got it done. See what kind of onside kick this one turns out to be. He's going to come to the other side. Bounce up in the air. Oh, Oh. Red Raiders have it. They're going to score on it. There's a flag down, but it looks like Tech's going to have a touchdown, Red Raiders. Loic Fungi. Meanwhile, my boy, Tolo, Joey McGuire, gets the extension before the win over Ole Miss. Six years, $26 million for coach. Could have could have been even higher if you had my godson. You could have locked you in for even more years, Coach, uh, for better job security. If you go ahead and recruit him, so maybe that'll happen. Maybe that'll happen. But Texas Tech getting the W over Ole Miss. We had some controversy in this one. Lane Kiffin said a Texas Tech player spit and may have used a racial slur. So Lane Kiffin in the news again, even though his team lost, accusing the Red Raiders of some nastiness. Yeah, Lane is uh, always going to be always. Lane, and there's always going to be drama around Lane and the dumb stuff that he does. And so, are you not a Lane Kiffin? I fan? I am not a Lane Kiffin fan. Nope, and have dealt with him behind the scenes, and he is just as much of a pain in the ass as you'd think. <laughs> Mavs back in action tonight 
against the armpit. They'll be playing the Rockets. The Stars will be in Minnesota looking to keep that nice little winning streak going. These are headlines on a football Thursday here on Sean and Bobby. Choppy out the rest of the week. This is DFW Sports Station 105.3 The Fan. Oh, by the way, uh, people saying Zion. Zion matching Luka last night. He only had 43. What do you mean? What do you mean matching him? That was, that was a career night for Zion as he's in the headlines. Uh, that's that's not 60 the last time I checked. And 20 of those were dunks, so it doesn't really count. Was it 20 points oh, off of dunks? I don't dunks? know. I'm just going. Yeah, they, they probably were. He also were. had three rebounds. Three? He had three rebounds. <laughs> wow. So Luka will Man. be hosting the Rockets. He dropped 50 on them a few games ago. 50 brisket. 50 brisket. Headlines here on your home of America's team. We have the guest list getting ready to be unveiled. Andrew Whitworth from Amazon is going to join us at 8 o'clock to preview the Cowboy game. Mike Golick Jr., Babe Laufenberg at 9 a.m., but we know that things get canceled every single year. What were the canceled foods that you're not going to see anymore and the rules for your New Year's Eve party if you're going or hosting one? We're going to get ready to break in 2023 next on The Fan. You like it, Bobo? I love this. It's Kids by MGMT. Enjoy yourself. Take only what you need from it. <laughs> it's Chantry, Bobby Bell. We got mm-hmm. Peyton and Ryan running things in the back, live in the fan cam, Twitch, and YouTube. And the guest list is about to start rolling. This, by the way, is the expressway. So if you hate commercials, every single day at this time, 7.20 to 8 o'clock, we are commercial-free Andrew Whitworth, Bobby got him to join us at 8 o'clock. He's going to be on the Amazon coverage tonight. By the way, thanks to the Tolos for pointing out. You don't have to freak out if you don't have Amazon Prime. It's going to be on Fox 4. So you can watch the game on Fox 4 tonight, same as always. So Whitworth at 8 o'clock, how close was he? And did he hear the most from Cowboy fans after the Tyrant injury and everyone was trying to find a replacement tackle? Had to be. Odell had to hear the most from Cowboy fans. Well, we do our part. We do our part on social media to try to recruit. And you know that you heard the most about him wearing the star on all these different TV shows. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, he got asked about it on the sideline. And you remember then there was, which that's the thing. We got to figure out the way to ask the question. Because you remember when he first answered it and said, yeah, I got a lot of calls. Then Florio had to go. Actually, if you if if he was taking calls, that's tampering. We need to know who was talking to oh, him. Oh god! And then he had to come back and go. I meant like calls from like friends, not teams. Relax. And so, because Flory was then trying to like right. get somebody Trap in him. trouble. Trap but let's somebody. get a draft pick taken away. <laughs> Gosh, there's just such a Mickey energy I, with with Florio. Such a what? A Mickey energy. <laughs> just the energy of that. Well, find out. It's got. It's that way. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That, that, okay. I love Mickey, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. That was, that little, <laughs> yeah, I do know what you're saying. Yeah, we, <laughs> damn. There goes Kansas C's 1020 guests. Man, there you go. Hopefully he's not listening right now. So. I love, Florio doesn't bug me like he bugs other people, but that's just, he is always trying to trap people. Yeah, we're not, re- we're not reacting to your Florio opinion whatsoever. We're not. What are you reacting to? Whitworth. <laughs> Trying to help you. Uh, Whitworth at 8 o'clock this morning. Mike Golick Jr. to talk TCU and the rest of the bowl games. And then Babe Laufenberg at 9 o'clock as we get you set for the boys 
12 point favorites over the Tennessee Titans. But let's get to some New Year's Eve rules, some New Year's Eve party rules. Now, this turned into one of my most dreaded nights of the entire year. It's awful, horrible. Why? It's so expensive. You get a warm, bubbling glass of champagne. You have to make plans and reservations for these parties so early in advance. I mean, New Year's, for a long time for me, absolute beating. That changed recently, which I'll get into in a second. Peyton, do you do New Year's? I do, but it's more of a someone else host, and I kind of just bring stuff up. You know, like so, it's at a house, right? It's someone else's house. I never host it. That's stuff, the best but, way to do it. Right. These prepaid things, one hundred fifty dollars to get in, fifty seventy five. Oh, no, everyone's no. all sweating. You got to dress up, and it's BYOB where I go. So it's like you just kind of take care. If everyone takes care of themselves, then everyone has fun. Okay, so it's a house party, right? That's fantastic, Bobo. What do you usually do? What are you doing? So I I don't have like a set thing I do. It's always been different. Like one year it was like go to Houston and hang out with my cousin. And then like other years it's been like me and the wife coupling up with people. But you consistently go out. Yeah, there's always something I'm going out and doing generally. And so this year uh, we've been a little late in the game, like <laughs> firming it up. Shocking. Again, it's not we, it's more me. I say we whenever I've done something. And so we were a little late in the game, and uh, I I think we're going to go to Texas Live, I think. And oh, so my God. That costs to get in, too. It does. It's $150 a oh, ticket. And then I want to get a hotel because I don't want to drive all the way back from Arlington. $150 a ticket? Well, like, what there you... are different packages. There's like a $50, a $115, and a $150. Right, you what... have to get tables, I think, right? No. No, 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 no. You don't have to. Uh, 150 ticket gets you like five drink tickets per person. So we'd each get five drinks. There's like a buffet. There's oh. music going on. Okay. And then. Um, what, what's, is there like a certain attire? No. No, no, no. It's just open. Um, and then uh, you get like the free. Have you been to Texas Live before? Yes. So you know that gaming area upstairs? So that you get to play those games all night for free too with that ticket. So. Games, 10 drinks between the two of us, Okay. free buffet, and then, I mean, not free buffet, you're paying for it, but, uh, and then the Lowe's Hotel that's next door, I think I'd rather just get a hotel room there. Now, how do you know there's availability? Texas Live I already looked it up. Packed, so they have yeah. availability? Yeah, they have availability in the hotel and at the, now they've sold out all their platinum tickets or whatever, but that was limited, like, tables and stuff. I, I think they're... Because, you know, it spills out to the outside and stuff. So I think they're they're kind of overselling the tickets. But um, I think that's what we're doing. She keeps trying to angle for Frisco at the last minute. Whoa. Uh, yeah, because I guess there's a bunch of different stuff to do out there. But I'd rather just go to Texas Live. But you're going to try to crash somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Like, I mean, that's we, we always went to, I can say the name of the hotel, right? That we, we've been to in the past? Yeah, I mean, you're not going to insult like, no, no, it. I'm not dogging them or anything. Yeah. We always went to, like, uh, we would go to Nilo Hotel, which are these, like, loft hotels. And they always had a really good deal where for, like, 200 bucks you could get a room. And then you could get, like, a ticket into their party, which had, like, a buffet and, you know, free champagne toast and music and stuff. And so it was a good deal because for 200 bucks you could all go down their party and then just walk upstairs when you're ready to go to bed. Yeah. And so it was a good setup. So a couple of years ago, I just said, this is a beating, you know, let's just stay home. So I was staying home. I, I, I would host a party. And then one year, like we were asleep by like 11. That's how you know it's sad. When you're asleep before the ball drops, right? 
Although, I, I guess here it happens at 11, right? Because we all have to live and circulate around New York City. I don't. For when their ball drops. I don't even watch it at 11. You, of course you don't. I'm worried about Pat the Bev? actual I'm Pat worried Bev about the here. actual midnight. What are you going to what are you going to do? You're criticizing so you don't have the, the same kids time stay up and like, you know, have their little apple juice or the non-alcoholic champagne and have I am them not celebrate. At home. Sh- I'm not at home. That's my point. Every They're, year you're out. Yes. Okay. Uh, and this is something me and my wife have uh, argued about. You don't kiss? Before. Do you kiss? Here's, yes, at yes, we do. Yes, we do. Ooh. Actual midnight with tongue, Peyton. Oh. Uh, so here's the here's, here's, here's like the debate week. we've had, and I'm interested for the the a fan week. text here, the truckwreck.com right. fan. No, this is a debate me and my wife have had. No, no, I'm saying Peyton said I haven't done that for a week. I was like, it's been a lot longer. Oh. <laughs> truckwreck.com fan text eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. We have had an argument before where she believes New Year's, and I think she shifted a little. But she always believed New Year's was a family event, whereas I believe it is a couple's event. Okay. I believe it's a couple's holiday. She believes it's a family. So there was a time where whenever we were looking for something to do, she wanted to, like, do something where we could bring the kids. And I was like, I don't want to bring a six-year-old to, like, any party I'm going where we can bring a six-year-old, that's not not what New Year's is about. Right. And so we would all, I always said New Year's and Valentine's Day were couple holidays, not family ones. I agree. So... She was totally fine staying home, you know, not going through the whole thing and reservations squeezing in. Uh, since then, uh, my, my boy Samir is like, just come with me. And uh, that's what we do. So, Dang, he's just like, come roll in my, clu- in my crew with I'll, Luca. I'll be, at the- <laughs> I'll be at the steakhouse. Uh, and then she was adamant. She's like, I want to I get a hotel. We've never done that. Never, never done staycation. Ooh. I know. Sean. Finally going to get that little girl I've always wanted. Yeah, baby. <laughs> finally going to get the child I always wanted, the daughter. Uh, I, I freaked out the fan text, by the way. Uh, all I see now is Bobby tongue kissing. Yeah. <laughs> uh. oh, please don't get on the fan cam and see what Sean just did. <laughs> that was, that, that's going to scar me. So those are our New Year's plans for now. What are the rules that this article put out? So, yeah, this is from the uh, New York Post. Uh, shout out to our dear listener, RJ Choppy, for sending this to us. RJ uh, sending prep work? He is, man. Sending articles he's, while out? He's caught on to the, the five-tweet limit. His girlfriend, shout out Sarah. Good morning, because 24 hours ago, she was listening to Jared Sandler take shots at their relationship. I had yeah. to tell Jared, stop, cut it out. Uh, so She showed out. up to his charity event and everything, and Jared's just like, bang, bang. Just I know. like taking his, firing off his shots. But uh, if you're going to a New Year's Eve party this year, make sure you leave within an hour after the ball drops. Within an hour after the ball drops. Now, this is sounds already from the article, sounds very New York focused since they're talking about the ball dropping. Uh, But a new survey looked at 2,000 adults' plans for the special night and found the appropriate time to leave within an hour after midnight, according to half of the respondents, 52%. According to the results, nearly a third of people who celebrate New Year's Eve will host a party this year. It's 29%. Those who usually host typically invite about 19 guests. Damn, really? That seems like a lot, doesn't it? If If you were hosting, would you invite that many people? 19's too many. That's a lot. I would want, like, maybe... Two other couples or something? Oh, no. You got to go big. If you're going to host, I I can deal with having 10 people in the house. 10 people. Two other couples? Man, you want them to be a party. It's a game night at two other couples. It's game night. Mm -hmm. Great. Great point, Peyton. I mean, if I'm going to do it at home, though, I'm not doing it really big. If I'm going to do it really big, we're getting together with people and going out. That's my point. So if I'm hosting. How many people are at your party? 
I guarantee it's over 10. Yeah, and you're in your in your bass to state. What's that? 20. So 20. me and 19 others. 20. Oh, New York Post nailed it. 19. Yeah, it's not at his house either. Man. It'd probably be 50 at his house. Yeah, because there's all yeah. the, the he's room. He's going to hang out. Indoors and outdoors, media room. Yeah, yeah he, now he's going to hang out with one of the poor. <laughs> so they were just the tired class. of, they were just tired. His parents were tired of all the college kids pulling off yeah. into the dozens of rooms to, to do deeds against God. Okay. Uh, no, themed parties are still in. Uh, according to 32% of those who celebrate, saying they're likely to host a themed event this year. Ugh. Oh, gosh, my worst. I hate okay. that. So when we went to Nilo one year, we went with a friend of ours, and it was an 80s New Year's Eve. God. And they said they encouraged people to dress up, so we did. We dressed up like all, like, we are, had the, like, you 80s are you, hair you, metal do wigs. Do you like the theme stuff? Like nah, I, we were getting into it that year. I was like, ah, whatever, we'll have fun. So we all dressed up super 80s, and we got downstairs to the lobby, and no one else did. And so <laughs> we were dressed like an 80s hair metal band. Were they pranking you? Uh, no, that was the, and we asked, for, we're like, weren't people supposed to dress up? Like, yeah, we were expecting people to. And nobody who attended did. They all interpreted it as it's an 80s like theme, but not dressing up. 80s hair metal band is the theme at the Eagle's Nest. If that's what you're looking for for the New Year's party. In Boom, Fort Worth. I've got a costume still for it. There you go. Perfect. Maybe that's the party. You but Take uh, that sponsorship from me like Peyton's going to take the Frankles. <laughs> Frankle and Frankel. Besides the good theme uh the top party essentials are of course food and snacks that's 84 percent, followed by music yeah and cocktails drink 67 percent. bs drinks cocktails need drinks to be first. number one yeah like i mean that's gotta drinks is one that's what it's all about why would that be behind music and food i mean i okay gotta have food might be three Really? Music, music may be a, I mean, if you are drinking, you need something on your stomach. Oh, no, no, no you, got, you have to have food. I'm just saying quality, like great music, oh, yeah. great drinks, and then maybe great food three. I just need like chips and salsa, honestly. I just need something to, to go with alcohol. Yeah. That's it. Uh, the survey run by one poll uh, also found when it comes to being a good guest at a New Year's, New Year's Eve bash, people should bring a bottle of wine or alcohol. 58% believe that. What are you taking? Mots? Uh, no, mine will be ranch water. I'll bring some tequila, some Topo Chico lime, lime Ooh. juice. Oh, make oh, my... so you're going to make it. Oh, yeah, I make it. You make ranch waters. Ranchies, as the choppies would call them. I make it with a triple, triple shot, you know. Triple oh, shot. Oh, that, that's a big step up for a guy who was uh, choking on a single okay. shot back in May when we were at the bar. <laughs> well, the salary has kicked in, it's, you know. It's stuck into my throat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was coughing for like... Five minutes. I know. The two occasions I've seen him able to party, he, it's been the total opposite. He was coughing like my son in first period in the bathroom. <laughs> With the vape. Uh, <laughs> 57% of poll takers uh, have said that they hope to make better choices in the new year. Nah. Nah. Similarly, 48% think it's rude to stay too late. So over half the people think, no. Like, too late, T-O-O means in excess. You have to have a sense, man. You know that lull in the phone conversation when it's like, okay, well, that's your that's your get out, right? Okay, well, some people that don't get that, it's so maddening. It's awful. You can't get out of the phone conversation. Same thing when you're sitting around and there's like that little lull and someone yawns. That's the worst. When someone starts yawning, it's, all right, this is our cue to get up out of here. You know, you got to have a sense for when to go. And, and on that phone call, like Brian will never give you that pause. Broadus will like okay, you well, could be in the middle of a point. Okay, thanks. Thanks, thanks for your time. Thanks, bye. He calls to give you a great 
nugget of information. He calls to give you a story, and then always at the end, he goes, okay, well, thank you a lot. Thank He's like thanking you when he calling to give you the information for your show. He's such a good man, he that is, Brian brought He is us. such a good man. Uh, overall, most Americans agree that New Year's Eve is the one night of the year when no one should be alone. 55%. Are you going to you're gonna be alone, though, Peyton? I mean, I feel like... No, there'll be 19, 19 other people there. Are you going to have there. somebody with you? Are you taking a date? Oh, like a, a plus one? Yeah. Here's what we'll see. They're all difficult this time of year. Eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. If you are an attractive female between the ages of twenty and thirty, let us know if you want to go with Peyton to his mansion party. Twenty and thirty. Yeah. What was that? What's, too old for what's you? What's your What's your age range? Well, I'm twenty six. Is twenty too young? Twenty. Yeah. Twenty isn't too young. I think I I, I like where your head's at. Twenty is. No, it's not. My friends bash me every time I bring up like a twenty year old TikTok or something. Twenty year old. Wait, so this means that you have the natural inclination for that and you're fighting the ten- the, the urge because yes. you're friends of shame. Exactly. It, it's amazing. Six-year age differences are fine. It depends what age you're talking about. Like, I'll go 22. If it's like 30 to 24, that's much better than 26 to 20. You know what I mean? 20? Yeah, my, uh, my parents were five years apart. Yeah, my parents are like 15 years apart. Yeah, and that's okay when you're like 40. It's yeah. not okay when you're like 20. That's what he's saying. Yeah, that, no, when you are 20 and you're 15 years, like that's where it's, it's got to be, if, if they're 20, it's okay, Peyton. Peyton like, here, I don't think there's a problem with that. Here's the part that sucks for singles on New Year's if you're out. What do you do at midnight? Do you come up with an activity? Do you go to the bathroom? Like for the kiss. At midnight? At uh, midnight. Don't you just do it in the, like. I'm not asking you. You're well, married. Hopefully by 10, 30, 30, 11 o'clock, you're starting to talk to a single girl there. You, you know, think you, that you're going to be able to talk your way into a kiss from a non-girlfriend at midnight? With I that mean, mustache? Do you think the girl's going to go kissless at midnight? Yeah. I guarantee you. you all right. You, do you have Do you have a girlfriend? No. Do you have someone that you're kind of talking to? Uh, No. Okay. You don't? No. All right. I'll give you 50 bucks. On Monday, if you are kissing a girl, if you say, I'll trust you, because I don't think you're a liar, you kiss a girl at midnight at this party, I'll give you 50 bucks. You're acting like it just happens. No, there's no way it's going to happen. You're not just going to be like, so you want to do this? Bobby, you double down? Well, uh... Sure, I'll double down. I'll give you 52. So 100 Here's bucks. what I'll do. And then you, what your play is, is you play this clip for them and go, I will split the $100 with you. <laughs> so you get 50 bucks to kiss okay. me. Okay. And then she's going to say, 50 bucks isn't worth that mustache. And then you'll oh. be crying. All right. If you okay. get someone to take a picture of it, I'll throw in another 50. <laughs> okay, hold on. I got to write this down. All right. So $150 total. Is- I'll pay you 100 if you... I'll pay you 50 if you just tell me you kiss her. If you get the photo evidence, someone else takes the photo, that's 100 from me and 50 from Bobby. Boy, we're getting a lot of feedback about Peyton. Uh, 9-4-0, Peyton's right. I'm 26 now and 20's too low. They can't even drink legally. Feels yeah. like 20 is the new 18. Yeah, what are you, Scott Disick? Uh, 9-4-0, I got you, Peyton. I got ladies on deck for you. 201, Peyton needs to get that cougar love. Uh, four six nine. Divide age by two and add seven. Divide age by two and add seven. So that would mean twenty for Peyton. Okay, that's right. Uh, now I do get the now twenty one is a good argument because if you're at the, like you need somebody who's old enough to drink. Yeah. All right. Are those all the rules for New Year's? Uh, yeah. Let me see if there's one more. Uh, no, that was that was about it. Hundred fifty bucks. But I'm trusting you that you're not going with a date and there's not someone you're kind of talking to. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. Nothing. We're, we're clean sheet here. <laughs> All right. Thank you. He's talking to anybody. Um, <laughs> that's so Bobby. nice. That's so Bobby. nice. I'm just kidding. Are you, you going to shave for Bobby. New Year's? Are you going to blow us off and just shave anyway for New Year's? No. No, I won't shave. 
Okay, good job. All right. 877-881-1053. com Text line to hit us up here on the show. What? 682 says, I'll kiss you, Peyton. I'm a 40-year-old dude, but 100 bucks is 100 bucks. <laughs> 100 bucks is 100 bucks. So there you go. That's what's out there. I'm putting it out there for you. All right. You want to you do some dark roast? Do you want to do it right now? Is there a time? We can do it. We got Whitworth at 8. We got Golick Jr. We can do it at 920. Yeah, I mean, we can do it now or we can do it at 920, whatever you prefer. Let's do, let's do it now. Okay. All right. This is without RJ now. Now, this is a high bar that was set. Bobby is a writer for the NFL Network. Everything Jane Slater reads on the air and gets famous over is coming from the mind and the hand of Bobby Bell. So every week, we're going to roast, dark roast, coffee, morning show, get it? We're going to dark roast the other city and team. Last week was fantastic, but RJ read it in a comedy voice, in comedian voice. So that elevated it. So Bobby is going to do it this week for the dark roast of the Tennessee Titans. Is there a barista here? Because this roast just got dark. Ah, yes. Tennessee whiskey. This is the Chris Stapleton version. I've always wanted to go there, too. I heard... Nashville? Yeah. you never been? I have not. Wow. I feel like that is... I lived in Nashville for two years. Was it awesome? I mean, I was younger. I was like six, seven years old, um, oh. and I've visited there a couple times. But yeah, I, uh, my dad was a jock in Nashville. Whoa! Yeah, he was. A, what was his DJ name? Uh, Bob Belt. But when he was uh, first got into radio, they gave him the DJ name in the '80s of Bud Light. And the imaging they used to play when he'd come in was that drop from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Hey, Bud, want a party? <laughs> and so that was uh, that was his name. But. The Cowboys arrived in Nashville yesterday ahead of their big matchup with the Titans. Last time Texans wanted a victory over Tennesseans this badly, they were hanging chads involved. Oh. Of course, you can't discuss Nashville without discussing country music. Right here, we're playing Chris Stapleton, something I'm a big fan of, actually. Like, I really am a big country music fan. But it's like when it's real country music, that is. So if Nashville is going to claim to be the heavy-handed gatekeeper of the country music industry, that means they get to claim responsibility for just some of the following. Morgan Wallen. Uh-oh. This walking depiction of public intoxication not only makes <laughs> awful music, but he... Wait, Choppy! <laughs> Choppy's rolling over in his grave right now. But he's also just as racist as his roadkill haircut would lead you to believe. He came under fire in early 2021 when TMZ published a video of him drunkenly screaming a racial slur outside of his house. Oh, yeah. They say not to judge a book by its cover, but Morgan Wallen's book is called Hi, I'm a Racist, and that <laughs> proved to be a pretty damn accurate cover. Wow, no wonder Choppy's neighborhood. Thank you, Nashville. No wonder they love it. They also have to own up to Florida Georgia line. <laughs> and just by the name, you can tell these fellows aren't originally from Tennessee, but they formed in Nashville, and Nashville let them happen. So Nashville has to answer for their music, which can only be described as if someone played an out-of-tune guitar behind Brian Kelly as he talked about his family. (laughs) Out-of-tune guitar? Nashville is uh, also ultimately responsible for Taylor Swift's awful music. Oh, RJ loves Tay-Tay. She came to town with her pitchy vocals and moody teenage lyrics and moody won the hearts of married cousins everywhere. <laughs> of course, she then abandoned the genre the first chance she could in order to make even worse pop music. 
My question is, how the hell did you guys actually believe she was country? She grew up 50 miles outside of Philadelphia. Do you guys know a lot of country singers in effing Philadelphia? She's singing about, like, the backwoods and stuff while she's, like, you know, ducking being mugged on the streets of Philly. But y'all were like, oh, yeah, she's one of us. I guess I can't say I'm too surprised that Tennessee was fooled by Tay-Tay. This is the same state that gave R.J. Choppy his education. We see how that worked out. It's not all about country music, though. Tennessee is also famous for its whiskey, Sweet Tennessee Whiskey, which it's now making sense why Mike Vrabel took the job as the head coach of the Titans. Vrabel was arrested in 1995 while at Ohio State for drunkenly beating up someone in a bar parking lot after they made fun of him losing to Michigan. Oh. And he was arrested again in 2011 for stealing bottles of liquor from an Indiana casino. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are you, I don't remember that. I'm being dead serious. He was arrested for stealing bottles? Out of an Indiana casino. In 2011? Mm Mm-hmm. Now, maybe that's not a fair jab because, I mean, that was a long time ago. People change. It's not like he's letting people get drunk on the team planner. Oh, wait, what is this? <laughs> Titans offensive coordinator Todd Downing was arrested for drunk driving in November after he had a bit too much to drink on the flight home from a victory over the Packers. The league was not happy with that story. They really cracked down on the no drinking on team planes policy after that. Titans are actually 0-5 since the arrest and the league's crackdown. So maybe just as David Wells pitched better when he was drunk, the Titans just play better football when they've had a few. I think Vrabel's also a dipper. Oh, gosh, he looks like it. Now, now does LaFleur dip, or does he just have, like, his cheek go out a little bit? It always looks like he's got a big, fat dip in there, but I I know Vrabel's sitting there dipping. He must. He looks, he looks like a dipper. Mike Vrabel does, but... That could just be it. Titans are, are, are better when, when they play a little buzzed. So let's hope they're stone sober tonight for tonight's game with the Cowboys, which kicks off at 7.15 on Amazon Prime and locally on Fox 4. Well done. I like these. I like these. <laughs> Bobby Belt with the weekly dark roast for the Cowboys opponent. I can't wait to start at week one next season. All right, let's go out to Vegas now uh, to go around the NFL. Uh, Andrew Whitworth from Amazon Prime. Was he a possible Cowboys tackle at one point? He's going to join us at 8 o'clock this morning. But, Bobby, Peyton, you can both guess. Odds to win the Super Bowl as of today before Thursday night football. Uh, Odds. The favorite. Uh, Buffalo. It is Buffalo. Why would Buffalo be the favorite over Kansas City? Um, As Buffalo is number one in your power rankings. Yeah, because Buffalo is number one in point differential. It's the greatest predictor of future success. Um, They have played two of the three teams they've lost to. They followed up and beaten later. So they've responded to those questions. The other team they lost to was Minnesota on kind of a fluky ending that they lost in overtime. So, I, I mean, to me, they're they're undefeated when they have their safety, Jordan Poyer, in the lineup, who's kind of the, the heart and soul of their defense. So, when they're healthy, they really haven't been beaten. Will you make a decision on who's going to be the AFC favorite once home field gets worked out? They're both 12-3. and three. Them um, and KC. No, no. I, you pick Buffalo, Buffalo and KC. Yeah. Okay. Three teams are tied after that with 5-1 to one odds. Tied. Interesting. Tied. Kansas City. Yes. Philadelphia. Yes. San, Fran- San Francisco. Yeah. I was, I was wondering. Good job, Peyton. I was wondering because they've, they've been a little bearish on Brock, Brock Purdy these first couple weeks. They must be starting to believe because they've had San Francisco behind Kansas City and Philly. Who's next? Uh, Cincinnati. It is. 
Did you oh, read? Did you no. read my email? No, I was just, I was just trying to figure it out. After that, Dallas. It is the Cowboys. So the Cowboys, nineteen to two, nineteen to two odds to win it all. Then I'm just going to give you the rest of the teams. The Chargers and the Vikings are tied at twenty-two to one. Baltimore, twenty-five to one, along with Tampa, twenty-five to one. And then after that, it's not even really worth talking about. Um, if you think the Cowboys are just going to make it to the Super Bowl and not beat the Chiefs, Bills, or the AFC representative, nine to two. Philadelphia is 17 to 10. San Fran is 9 to 4. The Cowboys are 9 to 2. Third best odds in the conference. As for the divisions that are left, a lot have been taken off the board. NFC East. The Eagles are 1 to what to win the NFC East? Oh my gosh. Uh, 1 to 12. Bigger. 1 to 20. 1 to 30. Bam. One to thirty to win it. I mean, all they got to do is win one game. Yeah, they're, no, they're, but they're, beat the Saints. Wasn't it like one to fifty or something last? It week? was one to one hundred. You are really impressing me. You're sharp. Let's go. You're very sharp as of late. You have a betting problem. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, you that's are. all. That's what I'm taking. Well, Bobby can't bet, so I have to bet for him. That's Thank right. You. Yeah, yeah, you're taking. So you're t- announcing Shh. on the air. You're taking Bobby's bets. Kind you're out, you're, you're, you're making the bets for Bobby. <laughs> one to thirty for Philly to win the East. The Cowboys fourteen. To one, uh, only other divisions that are up for gambling purposes: AFC North, Bengals are five to thirteen, Ravens are two to one, AFC South. Who do you think they have as the favorite to win the division? Ooh, it's uh, a good question. Let me see where the game is being played next week. It's being played in Jacksonville. It's played in Jacksonville. Then the Jaguars are the favorite. They are F- five to eleven. Good job. NFC South, the only other division left on the board. Tampa, 2-9 to nine to win it. Carolina, who just added Josh Norman at the age of 35, 7-2. to two. All right, MVP. Patrick Mahomes. Heavy favorite, Patrick Mahomes. 1-6. to six. You want to give me other names in order? Yeah, uh, I'm going to guess Burrow. Burrow's third. Okay, uh, then it's Hurts, Burrow, Allen. No, it's Allen, Ooh. Burrow, Hurts. Damn, they really punished Hurts. Allen, well, I, I think Vegas is telling us he's not playing against the Saints. So he's going to miss two straight games. If they beat the Saints, he'll definitely probably miss the final week, right? So, yeah. Or do you bring him back to try to get some rust off? What, what, if they, what if they lose out, though? Then doesn't he deserve it? I don't know if teams do. I don't know. I don't know if voters do that, right? Like I'm Lamar, not, like I mean, Lamar should be getting more votes right now. It's the same exact spot that Wentz was in. Wentz missed the final three games, and it's the final three yeah. games for Hurts, and that was enough for Wentz to lose it. So that and may Carr, also be what Vegas is looking at. They, is, they never do it like that. They're, they're like, who's got the best stats? Who got the best stats and record? Not, oh my God, you missed the year. You went 0 and 17. That guy's the MVP. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, they do clearly look at, like, missing the final few weeks matters because they had him as the heavy favorite above Mahomes. He was the only one in minus territory. Yeah, but what I'm trying to say to you is they're not going to reward Hurts more for being out if Philly loses. They're not They're not going to incorporate that into the thinking, in my opinion. Defensive player of the year. Whoo! Micah lost this thing. When did he lose it? Uh, about three weeks ago. Two, three weeks ago. Yeah. At the end of November, he was one to ten to win it. One then one to four, then two to five, then five to four. He's now seven to one. Nick Bose is one to fifteen. Yeah. So right now that race is over. Coach of the year. Sirianni. 
Sirianni is the favorite. Then, heavy favorite, too. Um, this one's getting a little more tricky because we've been thrown off recently. O'Connell. No. Uh, Six on the list. Wow. Okay. Uh, Shanahan. Kyle is second. Then, Doug Peterson. 10 to 1. Dayball. 16 to 1. Dan Campbell. Man, they are rewarding these 500 teams. These awful organizations who have made it to 500. They are getting rewarded. In Vegas, McCarthy is all the way down here at 100 to 1. He's the last coach left on the board, tied with Andy Reid. Comeback player of the year favorite is Saquon, then Geno. Offensive rookie of the year, Garrett Wilson. Heavy favorite, then Kenneth Walker. Defensive uh, rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year is Sauce Gardner. So those are some of the odds as we go around the NFL here on DFW Sports Station. Thank you all for being Tolos and sticking with us during the holiday break. Andrew Whitworth from Amazon Prime talks Cowboys, Titans, and maybe joining the Cincinnati Bengals next.